This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're talking about what an improved gas tank will actually do for you. Now, the way we're going to go about this is I'm going to tell you guys about a conversation that I had with an athlete on the weekend. I was off watching one of my athletes compete at a jiu-jitsu tournament in Cochrane, uh, for anybody not in Alberta, you know, little ways out of the town that we live in, out of the city that we live in, but not, not super far. And so I was out there and I was watching him and a couple of his teammates. And one of his teammates had a great match, absolutely, you know, did very, very well against his first opponent. And then when he went to go up against his second opponent, you know, things just didn't go his way. And, you know, nothing looked terrible. Like he looked, you know, pretty solid overall, but he just kept kind of going for things and not being able to actually lock them in. And, you know, then his opponent would counter, his opponent would get their position, get the position back and then be able to, you know, make their move instead. And so after, after the match, I was sitting down and my athlete that I was out watching brought his teammate over to me and said, you know, thought you two should meet. Um, And then, you know, tell me what you just told him. So I was talking to his teammate for a little while and he said that, you know, through this whole match, He kept knowing what he needed to do, but not being able to execute it. And that really stuck out to me because that's something that I've heard athletes say before that, you know, they're in a fight or they're in a match or they're competing and mentally they know this is what I have to do next, but they just can't get there. And when you're in that position and you just can't get to the move that you need to make next, you can't actually execute the technique that you're trying to execute a lot of people go right to skill strength. A lot of people go, well, you know, clearly if I can't execute the technique that I was trying to execute, that means that my skills aren't up to par. If my skills aren't up to par, I need to be on the mats more so that I can get my skills up. Um, And I see this time and time again, you know, someone loses a fight and their first reaction is I need to double down and I need to train twice as many hours. And guys, especially if you know what to do, but just can't execute it. I cannot stress this enough. That is not a skill issue. That is not a hours on the mat issue or an hours in the cage issue. What that is, is your gas tank. Because if mentally, you know, this is what I have to do next. If I want to get my position, then that means what let that means that you're there your skill level is on point because you know when he does this i have to do this to counter you have that in your mind already if you can't execute it then that's not you lacking the ability in the sport that's you lacking the foundation to allow yourself to execute on your ability in the sport does that make sense so what i spoke to this athlete about and what i spoke to what i'm going to speak to all of you guys about here is the changes that you actually need to make to your training if your struggle is knowing what you need to do but not being able to execute it. 
because the first thing I asked him was, well, you know, what kind of strength work do you do? And he told me, you know, right now I kind of have a circuit that I do a couple times a week. Uh, I fit it in when I can. And then I asked him a very important question that all of you need to ask yourselves as well. And that question was, how often are you switching up that circuit? And he said, basically never. And the reason that's such an important question, and this the reason that you guys need to be looking at that for yourselves too, is if your weight workout or your conditioning workout is the exact same every time, your body adapts to that. So if your weight workout or your conditioning workout is the exact same every time, your body is going to adapt to that. And if your body adapts to that, what happens is you're not able to continue to make progress doing the same workouts. So you're going to hit the example that I gave the athlete on the weekend was if you do three sets of 10 push-ups on the first day, you've never done a push-up before. It's going to be really, really hard. You might not be able to complete it. But if you then do three sets of 10 push-ups every single day for a year, you're going to hit the point where three sets of 10 is easy. And if three sets of 10 gets easy, then you're not actually making any positive changes anymore because you're not pushing yourself because you've gotten stronger. Right. So what I explained to him was that the work that you're doing just isn't having the same effect as it used to. And that's what's starting to show in the matches. It's not a, a matter of not having the skills. It's not the matter of not having the ability to compete. It's the matter of having the gas tank behind you in order to actually be able to compete at the highest level. The other analogy I always like to use for this is. Trying to compete without a good gas tank allowing you to execute your techniques is like trying to drive a car without filling up the gas tank first. Whatever gas you have left in the car is going to go for a while, but then if you don't actually stop and fill up the tank, you're going to run out of gas and then the car breaks down and then you don't go any further. And that's what's happening to you when you're in this position. Anybody listening to this, if you've ever felt that same feeling of, you know, not being able to execute a technique, even though you feel like you know what to do, you know what the move is, but you just don't have the strength. That's not you not having the technical ability. That is you not having the gas tank to be able to execute on that technical ability. So how do we build this and how do we fix that problem and how do you figure out if this was you? Now, the reason that I filmed this episode in the first place was because of what he said to me, which just really stuck out, which I've said it a couple times already, is he felt like he knew what to do, but he just couldn't execute on it. And this is something I know so many of you have felt before. So if that lit, if that, if that turned a light on in your brain, if that made you think, oh shit, that's what's wrong with me right now, this episode is going to be very, very important to you. So what I need you to realize is if that is you, if you are in a position where you know what to do when you're competing, but you're not able to execute on it, immediately you need to stop thinking about more skills training because mentally you're there. Mentally, you understand what you need to do, where you need to go, where you need to be in order to execute at the highest level. But physically, your body's not able to back that up. So what you need to start looking at is your strength training. And the reason your strength training is so important, guys, is because strength is the foundation of the body. Every movement you make, every time you take a step forward that took strength from your legs, strength from your core to keep your body stable, everything. So as you compete 
And as you move, whether it's a jiu-jitsu competition and you're rolling and you're trying to pull on a submission or whatever it is, whether it's a fight and you're standing and you're striking, every movement you make within that fight is taking strength. Now, you might be thinking, oh, but if I'm being explosive, isn't that taking power, not strength? Yes, but the power comes from the strength. The stronger you are, the more power you can output. So it all starts with strength. So that is the first thing I need you guys looking at is what are you doing in terms of strength training? The way I recommend setting it up, the things that I always have my athletes do is two to three full body strength training sessions every week. Now, the reason it's important to make it full body and the reason we don't do the bodybuilder splits that you see a lot of people doing where they hit, you know, legs one day, upper body the next day, an arm day, a back day, whatever it is that they do to split it. The reason we don't do that is because plain and simple, you're an athlete. And when you compete, your whole body needs to move together. So when we are building it up, our aim is to build your whole body together as well. Finally, the other reason that we do that is because if you hit a super hard leg day on Friday and then try to go spar on Saturday, your legs are going to be destroyed. And if you're and if your legs are destroyed, then you're not going to be able to spar very well. And in turn, we're sacrificing skills training to actually work on the strength, which is not what we want to do. So by making every session full body and actually trying to attack everything, what we're doing is we're not attacking any one area as hard. So you're not as sore. You're able to actually maximize your skills training the same way. But... We're doing it more often through the week. So we continue to make physical progress, but you're never burning one area out and then actually having to sacrifice skills training for the strength training. Because again, this is where I hear a lot of people make the argument that, you know, weights make you slow or, oh, weights make you stiff or whatever it is. And yeah, when you train improperly, weights make you slow and stiff. However, when you actually learn how to do it properly, when you actually learn how to do it in a way that is going to come back to help you in the sport, weights don't make you slow. They make you unstoppable because the stronger you are, the more power you can output, the more power you can output, the faster you can move, the faster you can move, the more you connect with opponents and the stronger that you are and the better your aerobic base is, the longer you're going to be able to execute those explosive fast movements during your competition. And the longer you can execute those explosive fast movements during your competition, the less you get into that situation that we brought up right at the start of the episode, which was being in a position where you know what to do, but you can't execute it on it because you don't have the gas to be able to go through the whole movement. So two to three full body strength sessions per week through your off season, always. And that can be two to three lower body exercises, two to three upper body exercises, three to four sets, four to four to eight reps. And if you stick in that range and then the rate of perceived exertion or the RPE sticking around an eight to nine out of 10 for intensity, that is going to be the basic unlock of building a better gas tank. Now, of course, that is not the only piece of the puzzle. However, that is the foundation that so many people miss. You know, again, when it comes to the car, without doing the strength training, that's like trying to put gas in your car, but not actually having a gas tank for the gas to go into. You're just dumping it into the back seat. It's not going to be very effective. Now, on top of that strength training as well, the other thing that you really need to focus on if you want to build that foundation that is going to help you not get stuck in this position, 
what you really need to focus on is your aerobic capacity. Now, a lot of people hear aerobic capacity and they think running. They think, get outside, pound the pavement, how many kilometers can you go? How long can you go before you throw up? Like they think these crazy, intense, long runs. And the reason that that's not where I go with that and the reason that my athletes don't go there with that and they continue to succeed and continue to see elite levels of conditioning in their sport is because plain and simple, guys, running and fighting are two very different energy systems. Fighting is fast. It's explosive. It's a shorter duration. Depending on the competition, it's two to three to five to eight minutes at the most. If it's a jiu-jitsu competition, 10 minutes, depending on the level of jiu-jitsu that you're in of competing followed by a break for three to five rounds or depending on if you're in boxing up to 12 rounds but again the main idea is that you are competing for a short duration of time resting and then going again and within that competition you're not at one steady pace and the goal of training is to create the optimal athlete coming back to the sport get the best result possible for what you are actually trying to accomplish in order to help the athlete in the sport so the reason that runs are not the most effective way to do that is because they do not mimic the energy demands of the sport. You're going at one pace, you're going for a longer duration. However, if you're in the sport, you're never going at one pace. You're always moving, you're explosive, you're fast, you're repeating those fast explosive efforts. So if you want to build the ability to do that at a higher possible level, the way we need to build our aerobic capacity is we need to build our aerobic capacity through high intensity, shorter duration efforts. Now, because we're still focused on the aerobic system, they do have to be slightly lengthened efforts. I'm not talking sprints here. What I'm talking about is a minute to two minutes of work, followed by 30 seconds to a minute of rest. Now, the reason that those intervals are so small and they're not just mimicking the actual duration of the sport is again, you might be going for a three minute round or a five minute round, but you're not going at one steady pace for that whole three to five minute round. But if we take those shorter intervals and build your ability to keep a high steady pace for a shorter duration of time, what we're doing is we're teaching your aerobic system how to generate energy faster. And if we teach your aerobic system how to generate energy faster, what happens is when you go throw that hard explosive combination or you're on the mats and you go explode into that takedown and then try to move the move your opponent into the position you want your body instead of draining all your energy stores it's going to use that massive amount of energy and then you're going to regenerate more energy faster so that you can execute on the next technique so by continuing to focus on what you actually need in the sport and trying to mimic the energy demands you're going to build a better gas tank with less overall time and effort and in turn, you're not going to run into that position that I know so many of you have felt, which is being on the mats, knowing what to do, but not being able to execute on it. So I hope that was valuable. If you're listening to that and you're curious on, you know, methods to help build your aerobic capacity, methods to help build your strength, methods to get you started with this process of building a gas tank make sure to send me a message. We have program options ranging, you know, to help with all kinds of different budgets. My goal is to help athletes here, guys. And so we have program options that range for all kinds of different budgets that are going to be able to just help put you on that right path. Because again, I promise you without this stuff, 
you are putting massive limitations on your careers. And so my goal is to deliver as much of it for free as I can, but it's impossible to sit here and create a perfect program for you. Um, what we can do is do that in our programs. So if you have any doubts or any questions or any concerns, check me out on social media because I promise you, even just that, you'll see the repeated the repeated success stories that come out of our business. And if you are truly serious about building a career in combat sports, send me a message. Let's have a chat about it because I promise you we have the methods to help. So I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. I appreciate you for making it this far. If you are watching back on the replay or listening on the podcast, make sure to leave a review, drop a comment if you're watching back on the YouTube channel, and then let me know what your biggest takeaway from the episode was. Because so many people get stuck in information overload where they listen to podcasts like this, they get super inspired, they start thinking about you know all these changes they're going to make, and then they go on to do something else, and then they forget everything that they learned on the show. So if you're listening back to this, make sure you send me a message. Make sure you drop me a comment. Let me know what you took away. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.